Welcome back to Seriously Funny. I'm your host, Mashnor Kabir, and I like apple juice. I've been completely engrossed, or more accurately, addicted to cyberpunk, so this episode, like the last, isn't very fleshed out, but the last episode was actually pretty solid, and so hopefully this episode is also going to be pretty solid. Uh, Today we're on our 30th episode, which is pretty cool. I've been doing this for 30 weeks, that means. And so today uh, I'm going to talk about consequences, positivity, negativity, both of which relate to karma, and and then I'll share a story. Now, my voice, if it's a little lower than usual, I just woke up. uh, So the gravel's really there, really vibrating and shaking. So hopefully that sounds great. And hopefully it's it's fine. Hopefully it's not too great, because if people start asking, then I'll have to record the moment I wake up, and that will be a challenge. Anyways, consequences. Let's start there. So when we hear consequences, the first thing most people will th- likely think about is you know negative consequences. You commit a crime, you go to jail, that's a consequence. Going to jail is a consequence. However, most people don't think about, you know, consequences can also be positive. A consequence is simply uh, a, a reaction to a to a action. So, you know, say you give to uh give to charity and you feel good about yourself. Like that's a consequence of giving to charity. And for the people that say that people can't be altruistic or selfless because they only donate to feel good about themselves, that's a dumb argument because it's like it's neurologically your your brain shoots pleasure chemicals after you do a solid thing for another human being. That's not that's not my fault. You can't use that as an argument. That's stupid. And also for people such as myself, who has a hard time with doing good things for other people, you know, I don't feel as much pleasure as other people. So when I do positive things for other people, there is a sense of selflessness. Granted, I also, you know, I I look after myself, but that's a different topic about me and my crappiness. But yeah, consequences are simply just like, a reaction to an action, uh, an effect to a cause. And we'll, we'll touch on that further. Uh, and next, uh, I want to get on to positivity and negativity a little bit. So I live in a world, I live a life where like good and bad, those words don't mean anything to me. Like I don't, I don't get what those words mean. Good, like, yeah, it's, it, that's hard to explain. But nothing is good and nothing is bad. Like everything simply is. Like, and that's, you know, some people can argue that to like extremes and yeah, like I have to, I stand my ground in those extremes. I'm not going to bring them up because they're not great. But, you know, whether you fall and you, you know, get a scrape on your knee, like that's not good or bad. It just is whether we look at a tree and it, it's, it's like a tree is not good or bad. It's not even a tree. Like that's a label we, we as human beings gave it. It just is like it exists. That's it. And so doing that, like it causes a lot of problems when I don't know when something is good, when I don't know when something is bad, you know, a lot of people are like, how do you how do you not get that? How do you not understand how this is horrible? And you know, I don't like it it doesn't make sense to me. So I live in a world where there's positivity and negativity. And some people say, Oh, isn't that just synonymous with good and bad? And no, I don't, so from the way that people use good and bad, I don't think that. So what is positivity and negativity? So we look at mathematics, you know, this is pretty philosophical here, we're just touching on the math, and we're going to use it to make a proof. 
uh, and some people, math proofs, especially in geometry, man, proving things in math is just horrible, horrific. It's just not a good time. Anyways, yeah, positivity, negativity. So if you look at math, zero is zero. So zero is null, like it's nothing. It's a pretty crazy number. I don't know who who made that. I think the yeah the the Arabs made zero or the concept of zero. Anyways, if you put things into zero, if you add things to zero, you get positive numbers. Like it goes upwards. Things are being added, and that's positivity, mathematically speaking. And then for zero, if you take things away, if you negate things, you get negativity, right? You get negative numbers. Even if you negate from a positive numbers, you're going down, and so that's what positivity and negativity is and to put that in terms of life and and you know what we live so i find positivity the things i say that are positive are things that induce pleasure pleasure being you know the the neurotransmitters in your brain that say pleasure and so that's what i consider as positivity because you're adding pleasure and one thing i found is that there's not many things in life that's simply just horrible it rather it's it's a reduction of pleasure like it takes pleasure away so say you take a shower that's not hot or cold it's just like water on your body you can't feel it there's no pleasure nor is there no a a lack of pleasure it's just zero and so taking a warm shower that induces pleasure you know your body feels nice and so that's a pleasurable experience now if you take a cold shower you're removing the pleasure of the warm shower. You're removing the pleasure of the the warmer water, and so it's not that it's uh, it's not that it's bad per se. It's not that it's it's not good. The cold shower. I mean, scientifically speaking, cold showers are actually really good for you. But it's it's rather that it's just taking away pleasure. That's all it is. You know, it's, it's very logical and simple, and so. Like, that's how I understand and determine positivity and negativity rather than using words like good and bad because that doesn't make sense. Like, it's hard. I don't recommend that people live in a life where they have no judgment of anything um, at all. Like, if you judge nothing, so nothing is good or bad, everything just is. Yeah, communicating with people get a little hard, talking about things, listening to certain things, it doesn't make sense. And oftentimes, like, I'm in that position where I listen to people say, this sucks, this is horrible, or this is bad. And I'm like, I don't know, is it? Um, what does that mean? Like, what does bad mean? And sometimes I ask people that, and then they get more mad at me. So it doesn't work out. But with those two concepts of consequences and positivity and negativity, we can touch a little bit on karma. And so karma is a lot of people say what goes around comes around or you reap what you sow. That's not karma. I don't know where that came from. I don't know where that misconception arose. That's not karma. Karma is cause and effect. That's all it is. And so I'm going to touch on this more in an episode where I can title the episode like karma. But... We can get somewhere here. Um, yeah, so karma is it's just cause and effect, right? So if you look at science again and math, sorry, uh, <laughs> for the people that hate math, big apologies. Um, uh, Newton has three laws of motion. An object in motion stays in motion unless acted upon by an outside force. Uh, force is equal to mass times acceleration. And uh, the third one is 
every action has an opposite and equal reaction. So that's that third law there. That's what karma is. Karma is just a law of physics, uh, but applied to life, which is every action has an equal and opposite reaction. So meaning every cause has an effect. If you do something, it's going to have, if you push the first domino, the other dominoes are going to fall. I've probably touched on this a little bit, but you know, that's karma, right? And a lot of people, it's not about negative negativity or positivity. It's not about you do good things, good things happen to you. You do bad things, bad things happen to you. Like we just said, like those words don't exist on the universal scale. Like they don't mean anything. They're just things that humans came up with to describe certain things or to judge or to, um, you know, yeah, place a judgment on certain things. And so karma doesn't believe in that. So if you do something, something's going to happen. And when you understand that life is just a bunch of causes and effects, uh, you know, you have a lot more control and a lot more detachment. I think we talked about this with detachment, right? We talked about how, you know, there's cause and there's effect and you can only control the cause and you have no control over the effects and to like surrender to the effects. And so that's uh, that concept. It originates at karma, right? Because karma is just like a cause and effect. how many times am i going to repeat that hopefully it's been hammered into your mind at this point cause and effect that's what karma is and so when you look at life as a bunch of causes and effects and you understand where the causes are and what you can do like you get more control over your life so you know look at that and again we'll make another episode where this is tougher and so i think we should yeah let's talk about the other two laws of you know physics uh, two laws of motion that Newton created. And let's apply those to life as well. So force equals mass times acceleration. We'll go to the second law. Uh, mass is mass. I think everyone knows what mass is, right? It's uh, how much matter is within something. And acceleration is how fast something is uh, speeding up uh, or the rate at which something is speeding up. It's a derivative of velocity. No one, I don't, I don't know how many people understands the calculus to understand what I just said, but yeah, derivative velocity is the rate at which something is speeding up. And so that's acceleration. And so how do we apply that to life? This one's a little harder because it's an equation. Um, but the bigger something is and the faster that is moving, the, the greater the force that is acting upon it. And so, yeah, that one's harder. Maybe we can't do that one right now. I think I need to think about that one a lot, uh, a bit more. Yeah, let's do inertia instead. Inertia, inertia makes sense, and inertia is pretty easy. So inertia states that an object in motion stays in motion unless acted upon by an external force. And so what that tells you is two things. The hardest part about doing something is starting, and then stopping is also not easy. Um, because those take external energies and so if an object isn't in motion it's motion it's not that it's not in motion the motion is zero and so it's staying in zero unless an external force acts upon it and puts it into a, a non a non zero motion and so starting something in life right is getting up and recording this podcast getting up and writing my blog it's it's tough, right? It's it's challenging, you know? That's the hardest part, just starting. Writing, like, the first few, like, starting from a blank page is a lot harder than starting from a started page, <laughs> semi-finished page, you know what I mean? 
And so like with my podcast here, like I have a, a show notes like template I have. And so I click that and it helps me out a lot. Like I don't have to write everything out. Like it's there and I just have to fill in some blanks and it probably helps me a lot mentally. And so, you know, that's what we learn from just physics right there. Like starting something's the hardest part. And so what I can tell you is if you can start, it becomes a lot easier. If you just find that first bit of motion, like you're gonna stay in motion. If you, like I start the game in the morning, which is, you know, I start the game after I eat, after I shower, after I do everything, because starting is, you know, the hardest part. I have to load things up, I have to press the part, and I have to make sure my brain's like, oh, okay, I know, like I'm gonna put some time into this if I start. And then the hardest part after that, the next thing that inertia tells us is that it stays in motion unless acted upon by an external force. And what that means is that another external force needs to be acted for something to stop or something to change the way it's moving. And so with me recently, uh, video games, I have cyberpunk, like I said, when I start cyberpunk, like I don't stop playing, like I play for it hours and hours and hours straight. In the past few days after my last exam on Wednesday, I have really just been playing cyberpunk. Um, and, and Genshin Impact doing my dailies on Genshin. But, you know, <laughs> so, uh, like, and I think as when you're listening to this, the week you're listening to this, I'm going to be doing a lot more work again, sending emails and doing stuff, signing up for stuff and starting to record stuff. You know, we're going <laughs> to put some more effort into everything again this week. It's not just be completely engrossed by video games. Um, but yeah, with, with cyberpunk and with games, like I start the game after I do everything. And then it's really hard for me to stop the game. Um, mustering up the energy to start the game instead of like continuing watching my anime, instead of going down a YouTube rabbit hole, that takes some effort. But when I press play and when the game loads, you know, GG, uh, I'm gone, <laughs> you know? Uh, and then it's really hard for me to stop playing the game. It's like one more mission, one more mission, one more mission. Let me finish this. Let me finish that. I'll stop after this last one, right? And these are the things that happens. And so stopping is also really hard. So where what we find then with inertia, this first law of motion, is that these two things. A, it's really hard to start, and B, it's really hard to stop. And we do learn the third thing is that if you start, like you keep going, right? And that, that goes with the whole stopping thing. Like if you just start, like it'll continue by itself. Just let it, let it go, um, which comes back to detachment and letting go. So let go. I mean, detachment is, we're coming back to detachment all the time here. But yeah, that's, you know, so Newton's three laws of motion. There's two of them in their attachment to life. And it teaches a lot. I really like physics and I like math because, they're extremely logical and everyone like knows and agrees that like they're right they're correct they're math and physics right and so these are laws these are things that aren't broken and now when you get into science in general of course science evolves grows and you know learns and figures out things it's wrong with right so, uh, it was scientific that things came from nothing a few years ago we learned that's not true but you know a lot of physics that is law that is like proven beyond proven um 
you know, when you look at that, it does apply to life, like it goes everywhere. You know, we look at energy and matter and the conservation of energy and matter. Matter cannot be created or destroyed. It can only change forms. Energy cannot be created or destroyed. It can only change forms. And, you know, you can apply that to life as well. And you can apply it to even bigger things like the spiritual realm and the mental realm. And that's when it gets crazy. But, you know, we'll we'll touch on that one day probably. But now the last thing I want to share with you is just a simple, funny, dumb story that um yeah it's just a good story i remember it and it's really funny um i guess it can tie into good and bad um and how i just don't like feel that but anyways i used to work at a hotel uh, as a as a janitor as a uh, public area housekeeper and it was really good i enjoyed it it was a it was a good time waking up at five in the morning and going to work obviously the hardest part like we just talked about with inertia like just getting up and going was hard but once i was there and like i started the work like it was cool like i enjoyed it it was fine and stopping you know i stopped when i stopped and honestly i mean it was a very lenient job if i finished really quickly i could leave early if i finished later i could leave later if i wanted some more money like it i was I did what I wanted. I was able to listen to music. A really good job. Honestly, I felt it was a really free, awesome job. I, I really enjoyed it. I, I think people that, uh, you know, consider janitorial services as a, a job that lacks in uh, what people call pride. Of course, I don't believe in pride uh, or, or like deal with that. That's not something that comes up in my mind at all. But um, I think it's awesome. Like, <laughs> I th- you get so much freedom and you get like, sure, it doesn't pay much, but um you know, relatively speaking to other things and to what people consider much. But, you know, it paid me enough. Obviously, I'm just a high school student. I made, I made a fair bit of money from it. And along with that, it was, yeah, I enjoyed it. Like, And I also, I, like, I understood exactly what I was providing to other people. Like, I thought my job was a positive one. You know, the pleasurable experience is going into a public restroom and it not being absolutely disgusting. Like, that's, pretty solid now the unpleasurable experience the negative experience would be going to a public bathroom and it's absolutely disgusting so i would like i knew exactly what my uh job was how it was affecting people and a lot of people in america can't say the same like there's actually a problem where most people in america like they don't know what they're doing at their job they're just like sitting there typing some stuff in but they don't actually know like what they're contributing to and it's uh quite a fun great time but you know yeah uh janitor and and one of the duties i had duties ha, i had to clean up crap so i get that's funny anyways one of the things i had to do like or i had to do one of the things i did every morning like there's a lot of trash from the day before because i came in at like five in the morning six in the morning my shift started six in the morning i'd come in at like five thirty. um and so the first thing there was uh, garbage bags, like a few solid amount of garbage bags. Um, and, and sometimes they're, you know, this tied up garbage bags. And other times they were like, it was a garbage bag or a garbage like can, a rollable one uh, that was like full. And so I came in one morning, it was raining that morning and it's dark right so it's like 5 30 in the morning the sun is not up at all like zero zero sun and there's clouds as well so like this is black black uh just the the sky completely empty up there no nothing right and so i get a bunch of the garbage bags that are tied up and like already neatly 
put in the to the basket and i take that i roll it over and it's like a fair walk to get to the dumpster from like the entrance of the hotel and it's raining like again i don't have like i don't have clothes or a, a waterproof whatever i'm just wearing whatever i'm wearing and it's raining it's not hard but it's like it's raining you know like a, a moderate and so i take all that garbage and what I found is that the garbage, like the the big garbage thing, you know, the big metal garbage, uh, how do I not know the name of this thing? Dumpster, there we go. The big dumpster, the big metal dumpster. It's full, right? So there's like a door on the side that you can open and just shove things in. But I open that, it's full. Like I can't put anything in there. So then, again, raining. So there's another option here, which is there's also, you know, the things at the top of the dumpster where the garbage truck like tips it over tips it over and then like the garbage will fall and so what do i have to do is i have to climb onto the the garbage the dumpster here and i have to take the big lid and these things are heavy dude like they're dense plastic and so i have to find a way to use the little muscle i got in my skinny noodle arms and just like push the thing open and so I did that. I was able to do that. I could have slipped because it's metal, raining. You know, good time. I'm getting wet here. And I'm taking out a bunch of garbage. It's great. And so, you know, after I opened up that big old hatch on the top, you know, GG, I did it. The hard part is, uh, that's not the hard part. Next, I have to take these garbage uh, bags, which are like heavy. You know, this is like hotel garbage bags. Uh, they're They're heavy. They got a bunch of like it's really dense, like they push the garbage down. So like it gets packed and like one garbage bag weighs a fair bit. And so then I got to like sling them because like, like I said, I had to climb on the dumpster like this is pretty high. And so I have to like, throw them like these really heavy things. And so getting them momentum starting their motion with inertia, um, you know, getting the force to, to throw those over over the dumpster and into the dumpster, having playing basketball with the garbage. Um, it takes a little bit of muscle and I only have so much, but you know, I got the, all of the tied bags. I threw them in, you know, GG. And then I took the big cart back to the hotel. And then all I had left was this one gray, like rollable thing. And this one wasn't tied. Right. And so, uh, uh, and also getting it out is also a challenge because it like vacuum seals into the, the little trash can we have. And so pulling it out, like it just doesn't want to pull out. Uh, and then what we do is, uh, we roll that gray garbage can out to the dumpster, right? And, uh, still dark, still raining. There's like one light, just one light above me, uh, like above the dumpster, just like this one lamp light or lamp post. And, um, the scene for the really funny scene whenever I imagine it, but anyways, still raining. And now I have this big gray garbage with the bag in it. And so I can't tie this bag. So I got the bag out, which again, took a lot of effort because it just vacuum seals in there, but I got it out. And once I got it out, uh, I wanted to tie it so that, you know, things didn't fall out, but I like, I couldn't do that because like there's so much garbage in it and the, the bag just wouldn't stretch enough to tie it. And so I'd like, you know, squeezed it as much as I could. And then I thought, all right, this one's like, this one's really heavy. Like I said, there's so much that I can't even tie the bag. Like this is heavy. It's dense, packed. This is like the heaviest one. And so this one, this one was, you know, I need a lot of muscle here. And so I take this garbage bag and I, uh, I, I get myself ready, 
get my legs ready, gonna lift with the legs, get my arm ready, gonna push with one arm, one, gonna pivot with another hand, and it's gonna go great. And then I do it, you know, I, I, uh, I launch this garbage bag. And as I do that, um, you know, I or not as I after I do that, after I launch the garbage bag, the garbage bag, it doesn't go all the way inside the dumpster, it goes on the edge of the dumpster. So like half of it lands on, uh, like it just lands on, uh, yeah, the edge of the dumpster, right? So on the top, like think of a big metal cube, and then the garbage bag lands on the edge of that big metal cube. And so as I see this happen, I'm like, crap, I'm a pretty like logical, calm guy. I'm usually always calm. I don't panic. And so I see this. And I'm like, there's three options. A, the garbage, like I get lucky and it all just like falls over. Like it all tips over into the dumpster and GG, like I'm, I'm good. B, half of the garbage like falls, um, falls like on the ground and the other like half of the bag will fall into the dumpster and see uh, everything, you know, or I didn't even think about C. And there's two things that I can do here. Either A, just let it happen. Cross my fingers that option A happens, like everything just falls into the dumpster. And B, I can go and I can like hit the, like jump and hit the garbage bag, right? And like get it inside of the dumpster, just like before anything falls. And to my luck, like the open side of the garbage bag was on the outside. So that means like things were going to fall out probably. And so I thought of like hitting it. But the reason I didn't was because like I was wet, my hair was wet, and I did not want anything to like hit my, like land on my hair. Like I'm wet. It's already like, I'm already like, you know, it's already bad. Like if anything hits my hair, like it's not going to come out. It's going to stick to the wetness. So I can't like go hit it. And so then I just kind of like, saw the bag, you know, time slow and slow motion here. And, you know, to my luck, you know what happens? Half of the garbage falls out, like I said. And rather than the other half of the garbage um, going into the dumpster, like the bag going into the dumpster with half of it falling out, the bag also fell out. Like everything fell out. Like half of it fell out of the bag and the bag also fell on the ground, like in front of the dumpster. So I see this, I'm like, ah, God dang it. Still raining, still wet. Uh, and, uh, and so then the options here are to take the dumps, like the garbage bag, which also fell on the ground and like try to scoop some of it in there. Right. And so I took, uh, I took some of the, I took my hands, which, uh, I had plastic gloves on, right. Not like latex gloves on. Right. And so I started like scraping the, uh, garbage that fell on the ground together so I could put it back in the bag. However, I heard glass, and the moment I heard glass, like I moved my hands, and I'm like, ah, dang it, this is a problem. And so then we um, took the garbage bag that had like half of the uh, garbage in it. I threw that into the dumpster because now it's light, and I was able to throw it into the dumpster successfully. And then I went inside. I got a broom and uh, and a like, gar- what do you call it? Garbage pan, dust pan. There you go, like a big dust pan. And um, then I went outside, still raining. I'm still wet and I've like been outside for quite a few minutes now. Like I'm, I'm quite, quite thoroughly wet now. And uh, then I go and I slowly start sweeping up the garbage and then I do that and then it's over. And then, you know, GG, just that, that's a, that's my story. It's really funny. It's really dumb. It's really, yeah, 
I don't know. I enjoy it. People usually laugh when they hear it because everything went wrong in every way, shape, and form. But um, you know, uh, it was <laughs> it was it was pretty pretty solid, solid, solid day. Um, and it, you know, I was wet, but it wasn't horrible, horrible. Like I wasn't like soaked. Like I said, it wasn't raining that hard. But you know, with the completely black sky, nighttime, the one lamp post. I hope it paints like a good picture. Um. The dumpster was maroon, if that helps you paint a better picture. But yeah, there, you can picture my suffering and how everything went wrong, and you can laugh at me. So, yeah, that's episode 30. I will, you know, I'll be back for episode 31 next week. But until then, thank you for listening to Seriously Funny, uh, brought to you by me, Mashner Kabir, and Anchor, right? Heard that at the beginning of the podcast. But yeah, thank you for listening to this episode. Thank you for being here for 30 episodes. And if you're here recently, thank you. And I hope you, uh, thank you for listening, and I hope you continue on with me on this journey as I uh, continue to diversify, as I continue to write my blog, as I continue to do this podcast, as I hopefully start a YouTube channel. And um, yeah, whenever that YouTube channel goes up, I'll definitely share it on this podcast. I'll uh, point it out, give myself the shout out. Yeah, thank you once again for listening. Please give this episode a share if you want to tell someone if uh, or if you want, you know, if someone's telling you about their horrible day, send them, the, send them this episode. Tell them to skip to the time code, which will be in the description of this podcast, wherever you're listening about my story and uh, say, well, this guy, you know, look at this guy's story. Right. He, he had quite the quite the day in five in the morning at night, raining, wet with garbage. Um, so, yeah. And you can tell him to chill out. Life can be worse. That said, it wasn't that bad, but it was, you know, it's funny, whatever. Um, yeah. Thank you for listening. I will see you next week. And, uh, yeah, I was able to, I actually talk for longer when I don't have a script written out. So I think I'm, I think the, the move is to not script out my episodes completely rather, uh, write bullet points. So I have like zero bullet points basically here, but I think, yeah, the move is definitely going to be right somewhat like thick bullet points, but not scripted. Yeah, that's good. I think that's going to do me good. But yeah. All right. Anyways, peace.